Welcome back to Late Bloomers, the web series, the podcast. I'm Rashi. And I'm Pooja. And today we're continuing on with season three, episode six of Never Have I Ever with Never Have I Ever Had a Breakdown. This episode was directed by Kabir Akhtar and written by Lang Fisher, Mindy Kaling, and Amina Munir. We'll see more meat snacks later, but do you have a favorite meat snack product? And if you do, what is it? I do. And it is Epic's Wild Caught Salmon Jerky. I know how that sounds, especially me making fun of kids at Whole Foods who don't need their labna. But <laughs> it's very good. It's cured with maple. It's 7 grams of protein, 5 grams total carbs, and 60 calories. So, wow. Yeah, pretty good. What about it's you? It's pretty good. My favorite is Chomps, the jalapeno beef stick. They have several different varieties, but this is the one in the green package. It is delicious. It's just the right amount of spicy and salty, and it's pretty clean for a meat stick. It's 90 calories, 9 grams of protein, and no sugar. No weirdo chemical preservative things so it's not a slim gym i guess i'm saying hashtag no ad hashtag no shade slim gym people do not come for us <laughs> getting on with our episode we start off immediately realizing oh no it's the ben focused episode but no worry that means andy sandberg is back narrating his thoughts we wake up with ben starting off his day with a montage of how hard he hits it he gets out of bed, he does push-ups, he basically has no chill, and why is that? He has 300 days until Columbia early decision. Patty comes in and she's like, hey, my little prince, you need to slow down. And he's like, I have no time. He grabs his meat stick, not what you think, and heads off to school. <laughs> so is that 300 days until the application is due for early decision or when you'll find out? I think do. Okay, that makes more sense than when you would find out. Okay, so Ben is working on a diorama about the Irish potato famine when Paxton walks by and his backpack accidentally knocks it. Now, what does Ben say reactively without even looking? He's like, hey, watch out there, dumbass. And Paxton turns around and was like, well, what did you call me? Immediately, Ben walks it back. He's like, uh, uh, it's okay, sorry and sees Paxton with his friends and sees them doing male bonding things and he decides that he doesn't need community or bonding in his life. We see him studying AP Latin in AP Euro history. He's got all these books he's trying to balance and they don't fit in his locker. He's got basically like a collection of encyclopedias jammed inside of one high school locker. Principal Grubbs stops him in the hall and she tells him that this schedule is untenable. He doesn't even have a lunch and he needs to drop two of these 10 classes and he's upset by that. Of course, he doesn't want to. Columbia early decision, blah, blah, blah. After she's done yelling at Ben, Principal Grubbs turns around and yells at Paxton. She wants to see his college entrance essay. Ben is just watching this from the sidelines. I guess it feels good to see somebody else getting yelled at instead of yourself. Then he has a weird twinge in his stomach. Uh-oh. I wonder if that's going to come off back later or if that's Chekhov's stomach. We are now in Mr. Brighton's class. I am not sure what it is he teaches. I don't even know if he knows because he's asking the class to make the lesson plans and teach the class. Andy Sandberg tells us he's going through a very acrimonious divorce and Mr. Brighton does not look... He looks disheveled. <laughs> <laughs> Davey asks Ben if he wants to team up for a group project. Trent comes over and he's like, well, can I be in your grade two? And Davey's like, well, sure, but you're going to have to use your fake ID to buy us beer whenever we want. 
It is a deal. Ben's looking at his overjammed schedule and says, I'm free from 1.15 to 2 a.m. Davey's like, nobody's going by your crazy talking to Eve South Korea schedule. She doesn't say that, but you know, that's what she means. And she invites both of them over to her house to study. Okay, how's Nalini going to take that? Now we are at the Vishwakumar house and both of these boys are in her room and they are studying and not even with little quotes around it. They're actually studying. Let's take note that the door is closed here. So yeah, like you said, Nalini's going to lose her shit when she finds out. They're working on an AP physics project together. Is that what he teaches? Maybe, maybe, maybe. yeah. So Trent says that his belief system doesn't involve a round earth. So they are wondering why he's in AP physics. And he said that if he's going to get a D, he may as well get it in an AP class because it's worth a C. Trent is so smart. (laughs) This is really sound logic, actually. (laughs) So Davey gets on to Ben about his weird bonkers schedule. And she says that she'll end up with a few easy A's and he'll have a big pile of B's. She's taking a couple easier electives rather than taking all really hard classes like Ben is doing. She tells him that she looks forward to being valedictorian. Of course, this makes him mad. And he's like, over my dead. (laughs) And it has another one of those painful contractions as his poop baby starts to move into place. (laughs) Who busts in? Not Kool-Aid. Nalini. Nalini Fitchek. This is black with white print, long sleeve cotton. Is it an anarchy? I think in a later scene, I did check she's wearing pants under it, so maybe. Okay. It was pretty, whatever it was. Alani reminds her of the same rules that have been on for the three seasons this show has been on. No boys in here with the door closed. So she opens up the door and tells her to hurry because Raya is coming to dinner. Where's Patti? Does she still hang here? She has to be on her neighborhood watch clique. Or because Raya's coming over and she friends with Raya's mother-in-law, maybe they're doing something. Oh, yeah, maybe. Moving downstairs to the kitchen slash dining area, Nalini and Raya are setting up the dinner table. Nalini, as the boys are leaving, invites them to stay. Ben initially declines, saying he has six more hours of homework to do. But, you know, who responds as he's bringing a dish to the table? Nerdesh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Des. Des is there. McEnroe has to cut in because Andy Samberg is wondering who the dick is Des. And... <laughs> We flash back to Ben's party while McEnroe tells Sandberg, your boy was puking in the bushes. That's why he doesn't know who the dick Des is. Davey, in sweats, looks shocked. I think all the color drained from her face. She's pleasantly surprised, but she pulls Nalini aside. Mom, can I talk to you? And she's already twisting her hair. She's like, why did you tell me Des was coming? And Nalini, oblivious to everything, is like, I told you Raya was coming to dinner. Ben immediately sits down. He's like, oh, I got time. I can I can sit here and see the vibe. You see, Trent was already sitting down. He already has a fixed plate. No doy, the cardamom is freaking aromatic, bruh. <laughs> As Ben says, everything smells nicely. <laughs> now they're at dinner and Davey's sussing out where the hell has Des been? If his, and if his phone is working fine. And Ryan's like, oh, he's been glued to that phone texting. And at least... Ani Rude Pichirodi had the sense to look a little, you know, chagrined. Ben is sitting there pitying Davey for liking another hot dummy like Paxton. Mm -hmm. But then Raya does the Indian mom brag. Guess who got in early to stand for an early decision? 300 days before Columbia. Like, you know, 300 days before even that's due for their grade level. Here comes Des getting in. 
And so Ben is shook. He is shook as hell. I think the lini had a... <laughs> I think he literally chokes on his food, right? And yeah. that's why she asked him if he's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's... This is year four, one of you for the culture yeah. moments here. He chokes on his pride? <laughs> it wasn't the food. I don't know. But he chokes. And Melanie says, is it okay? It shouldn't be too spicy. I added milk to yours. <laughs> He's had dinner there before. She knows. She knows. <laughs> My for the culture boy here is Trent eating with his hands. Like, sometimes you, you gotta love him. I appreciate Ben Norris for the character work he's been doing to get himself more screen time. Good job. Back at school, we're in the hallway outside of Davy's locker, and Ben tells her that she was acting pretty thirsty last night. She's like, oh yeah? Well, you were kind of acting thirsty yourself when you got all jealous about Stanford. And she shows him a video of him speaking Mandarin to Des. I guess just to compare dick sizes? <laughs> I don't know why. Now, one thing I was thinking was, is Des the year above them? Because that makes more sense. Way more sense, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. If he's a senior like Paxton, early decision would be, yeah. Yeah, it could be coming, you know. Yeah. Early decision is as early as what? The fall of your senior year? Yeah. And it's about that time, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's possible. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what, what year he is. Maybe he'll tell us later. But Ben asked for some masochism, and he wants Davy to tell him about her boy problems. She says it's weird, and Des hasn't texted but Ben said there was a vibe there, but she's trying a little bit too hard. He recommends that she be herself. He does mention that it wasn't just him that was uh, thirsty over Stanford. You'd give a thousand hand jobs to get into Stanford. Davy <laughs> smacks his meat tube to the floor. Yeah, that's three mentions of hand jobs this season. <laughs> we have hand job, well, Hannah, whatever her name was. Then we have the girl who gave. Paxton, the handjob at the planetarium. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now we have this casual reference. The school may have a tinea corporis problem we yes. were not aware yeah. of. Yeah. We skip over to calculus class where there is no Davy, just Ben. There must be two sessions of AP calculus at the school. <laughs> whoop de doo A female teacher who is new to us and whose name is never said, but Mr. Brighton and his breakdown gets a name check, is played by actor Irene White. And you may recognize her as Carol from Superstore, a show Trent was also on on NBC. So there's a little synergy there. Ben finds out that while he was listening to an audiobook of King Lear, he missed the essay assignment from the math class, which was to explain how you are going to use calculus in real life. The teacher is taking out 30 years of disgruntledness on this one class. Unnamed calculus teacher has no sympathy <laughs> for Ben. He gets a zero, which, as Davey predicted, brings his grade down to a B, 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 which is also an Asian F. Ben, <laughs> ben, so traumatized, starts his slow walk out the classroom and nearly collapses in the hallway. But who is there but his frenemy, Paxton, who scoops him up? Scoops! Him up. Scoop up boo. Scoop up boo. Oh my God. <laughs> Scoops him up and takes him to the hospital. But okay, before we move on from this, when I first watched this episode, I rewound that four times because the way Darren, it's like the first time you saw in the first season, Darren Barnett take off his shirt with one hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he never did, even though his cast was in, he was in a cast for one episode. Like he didn't do it again. This was like that smooth. He would just like scoop. 
Yeah. <laughs> and Ben is Ben is walking. Ben's like, please hold me in a more masculine way. <laughs> <laughs> Just that statement alone. It's so funny. <laughs> now we're at the hospital because Ben thought it was appendicitis. Ben insults the doctor and her credentials by asking her where she did her residency and actually has she finished her residency? Paxton is sitting with him. He's been admitted. So he's in the gown. He's sitting there in a, it's not really a room. It looks like a bay for now. But the doctor tells him this is not appendicitis. He has 16 days of impacted poop stuck in his bowels. <laughs> so Paxton, just to clear it up, says, so you're saying that Ben is full of shit? <laughs> <laughs> And yes, he is. Unfortunately, his parents are in Arizona. They are helping. Who was it? Who's it? Has an NBA skincare line? Devin Booker. Yeah, NBA Ageless was the <laughs> name of the skincare line. So they can't be there. They were at the opening of that. Patty, his babysitter, is the emergency contact, but they cannot get a hold of her. And Paxton says he's 18, so he can stay while they get the shit out of him. <laughs> Andy Sandberg wishes for the earth to open up and swallow Ben whole. So the procedure happens, and Ben wakes up, and he's told that his adult friend has to stay with him until he farts. <laughs> so Paxton, just to clarify, said, how big of a fart are we talking? Like a sheet rustler? And this doctor is just like, I'm out of here. I'm just, I can't with you teenage boys. So now some male bonding starts to happen with Paxton. And Paxton asks Paxton asks <laughs> Paxton, what a slip. <laughs> Paxton asks Ben, how is Davy? Ben tells him about Des, and he's like a blend of the two of them, but also Indian. Paxton said he used to be jealous of Ben because he's smart like Davy. And Ben was like, what are you talking about? You're a cool hunk, and I'm a friendless dweeb. But Paxton, yeah, was jealous of him. So there's that. He can keep that in his... Maybe that should go in his Columbia essay. The hottest boy in school who got armpit hair in the fourth grade. Jealous of me and my intellectual bond with his ex-girlfriend. Tell me about an event that shaped you. Well, Scoop Up Boo got me in the hallway and took me to the hospital to take a shit. And that's how I've made my first male friend. Now they're talking about how Ben has to get into Columbia. And Paxton kind of drills down and finds out that this is all about Ben's dad. Paxton tells him, if I was your dad, I would be proud of how hardworking you are. So Ben changes the subject. Paxton is working on his college essay and he says he doesn't know who he is. And Ben is like, are you stupid? Like everyone in school knows who you are. Lunch ladies have named a whole freaking dessert after you. Ben tells Paxton he'll help him with his college essay. And they're going to write about all the different ways that his adopted sister has taught him about himself. So this is only the second time that we hear the word fuck in this show. And it's Paxton asking Ben, what the fuck? When Ben makes a pretty funny little joke and Paxton kind of just takes it over the top where he said, do you not know what an event is? <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, I don't know, you felt dumb your whole life. That's probably piss you off. Might piss me off too. They're working on this essay together and a fart slips quietly in the night <laughs> and they're able to go home. We are here in Ben's room watching his dad come home to check on him and asking, I don't know, ironically, rhetorically, are you a overworker like your old man? And of course, there's no answer to that. Mr. Gross tells his son, look, I worked hard my whole life to impress my dad. He's been dead for 30 years and I am still trying. So it's kind of tacit acknowledgement of some trauma here that's been passed on to his son. This is a nice father-son moment like with Paxton and his dad last season, again, bonding over trauma, I guess, where his dad finally tells him what Davy yearns to hear Nalini say to her, 
I am proud of you. You are brilliant, and I love you. Back at school, Ben tells Principal Grubbs that he wants to drop AP Calculus, no shit, and statistics, (laughs) but also he wants to add studio art, and she says yes to that. She's proud of him for dropping the classes so she doesn't have to pick herself. Principal Grubbs sees Paxton and tells him, great job on your essay. I didn't know you could be so deep. Like a bull. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's so funny. That's like another mean dig after (laughs) being told, do you know what an event is? (laughs) So Ben goes to the vending area to see Davy, and she says that she and Des are going on a date. She thanks Ben for telling her to take charge and to be herself. She asks him if he wants to sit down, and he's like, no, I don't. I actually don't. But have fun. Ben feels a can hit him in the back and he turns around and it's Trent coming towards him. And he just scoops him up in a big hug and says, thank you for helping my friend. Any friend of my friend is my friend. So you're a friend now. And he invites Ben to come hang in the hot pocket. And that's where we end. They were in a group project together. They broke bread over their mutual friends' dinner table together, and now they're friends. <laughs> Trent has standards. I can't wait for the eye contact. Now it's time for the growth chart, where we take a deeper dive into key character moments and determine whether the character development we see is actually growth. Who growed, Rashi? Paxton. That's two times in a row I picked Paxton. Well, I guess that's good, because then he's becoming somebody who is a deeper character than just a hot guy. Nothing you gotta love more than the men being developed as characters in a show about a young woman's coming of age story. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So he's figuring out who he is and he's finally doing the work. I liked that. I like that too. I'm gonna say Ben. I don't know if he growed, but I grew, I growed, I grewed in my understanding of mm-hmm. Ben. Realizing he's still just a little boy with some trauma and reassurance with neglectful parents and no attachment syndromes at all. <laughs> he just needs to know that he's loved and that he matters. He does so much for his dad. We saw in one season, he's like giving his dad a massage the way Dwayne The Rock Johnson's trainer supposedly taught him to, you know. So he loves his dad. He likes to go to Clippers game. I think this was really nice to see Ben grow out of, well, not grow out of, but understand he's more than his grades to his dad. I think I like that. What about who showed? Who showed their ass this episode? So literally Ben, he showed his ass, and it's not necessarily for being in the hospital. He was just condescending to everybody the whole time, no matter what. Two episodes since Anissa told him, you're condescending. A couple episodes since Fabiola told him, you're condescending. He's still condescending. I guess, you know, he growed and he showed. Hmm, yeah. So as far as my showed, I picked all the new teachers that we met this time. The AP Physics, we think he's AP Physics guy, Mr. Brighton. And the Calculus BC teacher, whose name we didn't catch. They, they both seemed like not some of the best teachers like i don't know i'm used to mr k and mr shapiro who are like over the top and miss paloma who is competent yeah mrs paloma sorry mrs paloma yeah so they were underwhelming now it's time for taking that joke a little bit too far in a segment we call taking that joke a little bit too far (laughs) (laughs) we take one joke from the show and guess what we do guys we take it too far that was so hard to guess this week Ben casually mentioned that Paxton has a dessert named after him by the lunch ladies of Sherman Oaks High. What, Rashi, is that dessert? 
My hope is that it's a mixed berry pavlova. I say that because the meringue is stiff like his <laughs> abs. And if they're in season, the berries can be sweet. So I will link Ina Garden's recipe from the Food Network if you guys want to try a mixed berry pavlova. Or Paxton, rather. <laughs> Paxton. A, a mixed berry Paxlova. Yes. Yes, yes. Paxlova. What did you think? <laughs> I did not go the erotic way you did. I went the my way. So... <laughs> In honor of his Japanese heritage, they are going to make daifuku. I chose this because it sounds like, boy, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Japanese mochi filled with red bean paste. And to make it, you have to make the mochi. So to make the mochi, first you cook the rice. Then you beat the ever-loving hell out of it until it starts binding in this gummy, sticky paste. You add water, you add sugar, you add cornstarch, you roll it out. You re-steam it. Then you stuff it with red bean paste. And then you are done. Five ingredients simple like Paxton. Wow. wow, but I bet the flavors are complex, huh? No, it's just rice and red beans and sugar. <laughs> what do you think it really was? What's a public school dessert that it really could have been? I'm thinking like sheet cake. What did they serve? It's like the weird apple crumble. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. California is apples, right? Apples. Yeah. Yeah. Or those ice creams with the paper top that you have to rip off. Yeah. Ooh, or like the orange push-up pops. Ooh. <gasps> do they still have those? I don't know. They do. They do. They have to. What else are you going to do with the leftover Flintstone vitamin sludge? Right? <laughs> <laughs> For episodes that don't include therapy, we give you What Would Dr. Ryan Say? Here, we're going to give the armchair judgment on mental health issues that we're wholly qualified to give. So, what questions do you need Dr. Ryan to ask this week? I don't know that I necessarily have questions for Dr. Ryan to ask this week. I think in honor of the growth we've seen, she may be saying, you guys are on the right track. What about you? Yeah, I think she would be proud of them being on the right track. Now, maybe not this aggressive Mandarin situation between Ben and Des. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole nother issue. But for today, we'll take Ben... Ben let go of something. Yeah. <laughs> and the shit in his body and his control over his schedule. Yeah. Ben let go. His control. <clears throat> yeah. Oh my God, is that? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, no, come on. We're therapizing here. Holy qualified. <laughs> he's controlling, not controlling what comes out of his body. He has no control over that. That's the problem. Yeah. He can't control what comes out of his body on either end. He's condescending real quick and mm -hmm. he can't. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine your shit hardening that hard that the doctors are like, to pass this, you would tear up everything yeah, in your intestines to, and colon. We're doing surgery we tonight. We gotta open your body up. <laughs> oh, we gotta boy. give you an enema for four hours and then let that dissolve out. We're gonna call Mrs. Paloma and make her do that thing that Eric didn't like. I wonder why they wouldn't just give him like the go lightly stuff that they give people before colonoscopy. It's like a gallon of disgusting stuff that you have to drink and it literally washes you out. Yeah. I wonder why, well, you know what? I figured it out. If she hadn't added the milk to the Indian food, he could have he done it naturally. Mm, yep, that's it. <laughs> the vegetarian in that house. So <laughs> this has been Poop Talk with us. <laughs> favorite line, favorite character, favorite whatever of this episode and why? I like that there were a lot of adult women featured in this episode. You saw Nalini, you saw Raya, but you saw a calculus teacher, even though she's had it. But you know what? She's allowed to have it. She's allowed to be mad. 
She's in an underfunded public school that names crappy desserts after students. Mm -hmm. What happens when he graduates? Is it still going to be called the Paxton? Is it still? No, we don't know. So she's bitter. I get it. The surgeon, unnamed, was also a doctor that Ben talked down to. And then Principal Grubbs. I really like seeing more Principal Grubbs. She checked both Ben and Paxton, and I could watch that all day, all day. My favorite was just one line from Trent when he came downstairs to eat Indian food, and Ben says, oh, it smells delicious. And what does Trent say? No doy. The cardamom is freaking aromatic, bruh. <laughs> and I'm wondering if this is genetic, this sommelier's nose. Well, I think he knows definitely the difference between dank and delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time for a look at Season 3, Episode 7, Never Have I Ever Cheated. Late Bloomers, the web series of podcasts, was produced and edited by Rashi Raj and Pooja Maharaj. Until next time. Remember, take a fiber pill once in a while because your butt health is as important as your gut health. Bye. Bye.